Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 6 and the 6th verse. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Amen. One more scripture, John chapter 1 and the 12th verse. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you are happy for the Bible and its scriptures? One more scripture, Romans chapter 8, 14 and the 15th verse. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning I want to title this word, If God be your father. Amen. If God be your father. This morning, if God is your father, there is absolutely nothing to fear this morning. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you know that you have a father? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said, pray like this. Our father who art in heaven. Amen. How many of you remember that scripture? God is so concerned about the fatherhood. He said he's a father to the fatherless and defender of the widows. He is sensitive to the name Father. He is sensitive, hallelujah, how he projects himself as a, as a God. So many people know God, but this morning God wants you to know him as the Father. Bible says God has not given you a spirit of fear again to bondage, but a spirit of adoption which we call Father. The very reason that you can be assured that you are not under any bondage is that is, the, is, is when you are able to cry from within above Father. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Only the one who doesn't have any bondage has the assurance, the security, and the power to call and say, Hey, I have a father. This morning, God wants you to know He is your daddy. He is your papa. He is your Abba. Bible says God has not given you a spirit again to bondage, but spirit of adoption. Which means again to bondage, which signifies in the Old Testament, they would get free and then they will get back to bondage again. But the Bible says in the New Testament, because you know the Father, Christ has set you free. You are free indeed. And you have a Father. You don't need to go back to that bondage again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You have a daddy. You have a father. Amen. When Jesus came, he said, nobody goes to the father except through me. Some people think your destination is in heaven. That you accept Jesus Christ as the only Lord and master and savior is to go to heaven. It's partially true, but not fully true. Yes, if you have made Jesus Christ your Lord and you have confessed it both publicly, that Jesus is the Lord and Savior. Yes, heaven is guaranteed. But our destination is not heaven. Our destination is above Father. Amen. Nobody goes to the Father except through me. He didn't say nobody goes to heaven. He said nobody goes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father is our destination. We want to know the Father. So many problems and issues that people are experiencing in their lives is the lack of the knowledge of the heavenly daddy. Praise the Lord. Amen. I myself know that when we get into, you know, swimming pool to, you know, take care of, you know, to swim with my children, I know that as long as I am inside the swimming pool, they know that one thing will not happen. They won't drown. Praise the Lord. If you know your heavenly lady this morning, one thing is assured in your life that your life will not get drowned. Waves will come. Earthquake will come. Storms will come. But my father in heaven will not allow your life or your family to be drowned in any issues. Glory to God. 
We have a father. If God be your father, there is absolutely nothing that you need to fear this morning. You can have faith. Hallelujah. There are two ways that somebody can be a son. Number one, either either you're born to them, either you're born to them, or you are gotten into the family through adoption. God said, hallelujah, you are adopted. Ephesians 1 and the 5th verse says, you are adopted into the family because of Jesus Christ. Through the death and burial of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and putting your faith in Him. Hallelujah. Not only you are called a child of God, you are adopted into the family of God. Hallelujah. What a privilege. Hallelujah. If God be your father. Hallelujah. Amen. Those who are born again, the greatest blessing is to be called a child of God. Amen. The greatest blessing, if you know that you are a child, the son of God, the father, there is a lightness in your spirit. Matthew chapter 6 and 6 says, you will pray in secret to the father in heaven. And the father who sees you a prayer in secret will reward you openly. In other words, the only one who could consistently pray every day is the one who knows the daddy. The one who knows the daddy can pray. He takes an appointment. He takes time every day to go into the secret places. Not to, hallelujah, do vain repetitions. Not to tell people that you spend eight hours in prayer. But to have a meeting with your daddy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the one who sees you. Amen. I was telling... My spiritual father, you know, the challenges of the church and the people from various religion and caste coming together. When they become of marriageable age, hallelujah, Malayalis want Malayalis, Mangalorians want Mangalorians, praise God. So many problems, so many issues. And he said one thing, it's no longer a problem, hallelujah, if you teach the congregation to pray. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Is it simply that the Lord said, My God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory? Did God say it out of a reason? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So instead of pastor carrying all the burdens from your birth till you are in the grave, I would advise you, encourage you, to teach you, and to, hallelujah, adonish you, and to, and to edify you, and, and, to, and, to, and, to, and to ask you, and to help you to pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We want to be a praying church. Is anybody suffering? Let them give a contract to Pastor Chaco. It's not what Bible says. Let him pray. Amen. There is nobody who can pray for you better than you. There is nobody who understands your need better than you. There is nobody who can explain your need better than you. And God said, if you pray in secret, in my heavenly daddy will reward you openly. How many of you believe 2017, God is faithful to reward you openly for your prayers? Victory by the blood of Jesus. Pray. It's a simple word this morning. He will open you. Hallelujah. Publicly. If God be your father, you will pray. The greatest joy is when personally my children have the freedom to come and tell me, Daddy, can I have that? Is the is the Beauty of being a father is when your children come and call you daddy and ask for something. With a grin, with a smile, with a, with a childlikeness, with, with, with a simplicity and innocence. innocence they, they, they come and ask you, hey daddy, when God is your father, you can boldly ask him what you need. Praise the Lord. 
You don't have to worry. Hallelujah. You can boldly ask him. There is a, hallelujah, authority in asking. Amen. How many of you know you don't have the same kind of freedom to ask somebody else's daddy? Praise the Lord. You can ask him for a lollipop. Hallelujah. Somebody else's daddy, but you will never ask him for a Mercedes Benz. Because you don't have a fellowship. You don't have a freedom. You don't have, it's not your own. But my father is saying, you can ask. As a matter of fact, even before you ask, he knows what you need. Oh, what a daddy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Who can say like that? Even when you come, I know what you need. In other words, before you ask, he's ready. With your prayers, answers. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. That's why we need to ask him. Ask him. See what is spoken in the scriptures. Ask accordingly. You will give it. I told yesterday somebody, if you want a financial breakthrough, you won't claim the scripture. The one who finds a wife finds a good thing and he finds favor from God. That is not what you claim. You said, my God shall supply all my need. You said, said, I've been young and I've been old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken or children begging for bread. You said, his anointing maketh me rich. The blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and has no sorrow with it. So you have to learn to pray based on the scriptures. You need to know which scripture to pray for before the presence. Which scripture to apply. For that, you have to read the Bible. <laughs> Faith comes by hearing on Sunday and going back and hearing on Monday. Praise the Lord. Hearing and hearing and hearing. Hallelujah. So many people want to hear law, so many things. How many... Uh, nails were there on the cross. How many nails the soldiers plucked? The, 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 the revelations they want to know. They, they, they even want to study to the point that they said in 2025 Jesus will come back. Even Jesus said, I don't know it. You know it. I'm not speaking about the study. And the, uh, and the knowledge that you uh, fill. And one message after another message. And one man of God. I am telling you to bring forth your prayer before the Lord. Your heavenly daddy. And he will illuminate the word of the living God. He will lead you. Hallelujah. According to your need. He will uh, teach you the scriptures. Uh, hallelujah. Read the plain. Keep Christianity and spiritual life simple. When Jesus was on earth, only one time, he used the word God. My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Every other time, he was using the word, my father. He was using the privilege of calling him father. Everything that the father did, I do. What I see him doing, I do it. What I hear him doing, I do it. When you read John 8, 26 and 38 and all that, he says, whatever my father... I don't do anything independently. Father has not left me alone because I've done the very things that pleases him. Why does he go, hallelujah, early morning to pray? Again, after evening, again to pray. Why does he do it? Why does he do that? To know that he's, he's doing things what the Father has told him. He's pleasing to the Father. Hallelujah. He uses the privilege To call him father. Only time he said, my God, when he was carrying your sin on him, when he carrying your shame and your sickness and your bondage and your generational curses on his shoulder, he said, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? He did that so that he can transfer that privilege to you. He called him God, taking all your sin, 
He took a back seat that you can take a front seat. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you can call him daddy, heavenly father. So that Jesus said, I am going to your father. Hallelujah. Not just my father, but I'm going to my father and to your father. He personalized it. Say, father, if God be your father, immediately he said, father, I commit my spirit. How many of you can, at the end of your life, has the boldness to say that? How many of you want to die like that? If you are not planning to, hallelujah, die, I mean, your message is over. Praise God. Some of you won't die. We will, hallelujah, be alive till Jesus comes back in great glory. But otherwise, every one of us will die. How many of you want to die a good death? Amen. Oh, praise God. How many of you want to die? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Without a shame. Praise the Lord. You have to know that daddy. I commit my spirit. Hallelujah. He knew he was good. I commit my spirit. It was not an accident. It was not a heart attack. It was not a cancer. Praise the Lord. He knew why he came. He finished the work. He said, it is finished. Now I commit my spirit. Before that, I'm not going to go. How many of you have the authority to say that? Before, hallelujah, my time comes, I'm going to leave my body. But when I do, the heart hit the time. I commit my spirit. Hallelujah. Oh. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You have to know the Father. Hallelujah. John 17, 11 and 12 says, He said, I've given you a name. Jesus said, I've given you a name, a new name, through which you uh, will be guarded, you will be protected. What was that name? In the 11th verse, He says that name. He said, Holy Father, protect them by your name. That is the name that is given to protect the church. When you and I started calling daddy, it protects you. Praise the Lord. Jesus is saying, call me, call him daddy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus taught us to call our father. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? There are no three gods. There are three persons. Hallelujah. The destination is father. You go through Jesus to daddy. If you know Jesus, he will reveal father. If God be your father. When you have a spirit of bondage, you can never call him father. But when you set you free, says Abba. Everywhere in the Bible where Bible was translated to New Testament, he, you know, it was the words were used was Greek. Only in one letter, Greek was not used and Hebrew was used. That was, God has given you the spirit of adoption through which you call Abba. Because there is no more close word in any other language than in the Hebrew language. He said, when the spirit of God comes, Abba, Abba. Praise the Lord. That is the fellowship, the closeness that God is showing. If God be your father, hallelujah. Bible says true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. People have sometimes a problem. But they believe in God. The problem won't leave. But if you come to the father through Jesus, the problems will not return. Man, sometimes the thickest of anointing moves when you preach on the Father. Hallelujah. If you're still not enthusiastic on another topic, I don't know what topic will make you enthusiastic. Praise the Lord. 
Don't make your relationship complicated. If you don't understand the Father, so many people, you know, when I was praying, I would see people, you know, tired and lazy to come to church. And God said, how can they come to Father's house if they don't know the Father? How can people be enthusiastic coming to the Father's house, which is the church, if they don't know the Father? Praise the Lord. You come, my, my, Jesus is the firstborn. And we have brothers and we have sisters. Where? Not in the world. Not in Catholic club. Not in Bangalore club. Hallelujah. Not in hallelujah anywhere else. In the cricket stadium. Indian Pakistan play. Your brothers and sisters are there in the church of the living God. Hallelujah. That's why you should be more enthusiastic. Hallelujah. Pastor, you can attack anything. Don't attack my club. <laughs> Matthew chapter 6, 31, 32 is the most beautiful scripture. You need to learn this scripture by heart. Matthew chapter 6, 31 and 32. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows what you need. All these things. Your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. The entire chapter, Jesus is speaking about not to worry. Especially to the people who are concerned about the tomorrow. Tomorrow, what will happen? What will I eat? What will I drink? Who will help me? What is my contact? He says, don't worry about tomorrow. Isn't it amazing? There are more worry in so-called born-again believers than the normal people in the world. We worry for everything. Praise the Lord. Sometimes, you know, when I travel, I think we have a lot of time. We are living, you know, when you travel abroad, suddenly you realize some of us are living a luxurious life. We have a lot of time to worry. The rest of the world are working so hard to meet their work, I mean, meet their ends, that they don't have time to worry. How many of you know worrying is a sin? How many of you know Bible calls worrying and fear a sin? Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 6 and the 13th verse. Can somebody read it for me please? Nehemiah chapter 6 and the 13th verse. Nehemiah chapter 6 and the 13th verse. For this verse. reason he was hired. That I should be afraid and act that way and sin. So that they might have occasion for an evil report. That they might reproach me. Amen. The Bible is saying if God is your father, you don't need to worry. You don't need to fear. He has not given you a spirit of fear. Hallelujah. You don't need to look at your future and fear. It's a sin. When you have such a beautiful, loving daddy, why do you need to look what fear can bring you? Hallelujah. Fear is a spirit and I rebuke that spirit to leave your life this morning. It's a spirit of bondage. It's a spirit that destroys your life, destroys the church, destroys the family. I rebuke that spirit of fear, command to leave and approve from your life in the blood name of Jesus. And I call the church free by the power of the blood of the Lamb, the blood that speak a better word over our lives. I command the cleansing blood to cleanse every heart, every mind in the name of Jesus. And I send you heart and mind in the direction of faith right now in the name of Jesus. You need to underline it. Tomorrow when you get up, 
you need to declare it i will not worry another day of my life i will not fear another day of my life write it down how many of you know of the list of the people who are in hell in the 21st chapter um, and the 8th verse of revelation the first group of people who are in hell you know who the fearful every time anything is mentioned for the first time first, first mentions you have to always be diligent to read it if you are a good student of the bible everything something mentioned for the first time there is there is a reason for it so when god says the first group of people who goes to hell is the fearful not the adulterer not the fornicator not the idolater but the fearful all the rest of the gang will also i'm not saying it's great i mean it's a little sin or it's also a bad sin but the one who goes to hell is the fearful look at two people and say i have no plans to go to hell praise god hallelujah i am not telling a hell message to condemn you and to tell you that you are damned what i'm trying to tell you you don't need to get there you don't have to carry that spirit you don't need to have the spirit of fear that belongs to the people who are going to hell if you're going to heaven you don't need to be a carrier of that spirit nee swargathi poonavanaanengila bhayathinte shakti ninne carry cheyanda avashyamilla look at the gifts of the spirit what is the first thing that is mentioned the gift of wisdom the first mention why you can have all the gift but you don't have wisdom there is no use wisdom is the principal thing the bible says look at the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness gentleness self control goodness but what is the first mention love without love rest of the fruit of the spirit has no meaning everything held by the cords of love what is love love is impatient unkind bossy rude remembering the wrongs is what 1 corinthians 13 says jesus love abba's love unconditional love love is kind it's not rude love is not bossy love is patient love is kind love does not keep the record of the wrongs love will not say my mother in law hurt me 5 years back love will not say my father in law hurt me 3 years back love will not say my pastor corrected me in a bad way i am going to go away from my calling because of my pastor <laughs> love doesn't say that when god is your daddy oh rampara sikhe god's love will flood your soul and that perfect love will cast out all fear Oh praise God. When you know your daddy, it's the perfect love. It flushes out. It cleans your Have you do you know, you know the best way to remember is cleaning your toilet. Some toilets you have to clean it twice. Some of you sitting here I can look at your face and tell you are some of you are carrying a toilet. It's very smelly every week to have it. And I need to flush it. this morning in the name of jesus hallelujah that fear has to go and the love of jesus has to flood your soul how many of you believe that this morning perfect love cast out all fear glory to god love The reason of you being fearful is that you don't trust God. You don't trust God. Say I'm not an orphan. I trust God. Oh rabha sadhara barasi. Oh rabha shafara barasi. A rich father wanted to show how much he was rich to his son he wanted rich father wanted to take his son outside wanted to look to the world show the world how rich he was he wanted to tell you know how rich your daddy is so he took the son into the world took him through the streets 
He took him. He showed the homeless and said, See, you have a home. Look at these homeless people. He looked to show the orphans and the poor people sleeping on the streets. You have an AC room. He showed, see, they are getting bored. You have a television at home. Son, what do you think now? Ask the father, what do you think about you? He said, Daddy, thank you for showing me the world outside. I came to realize how poor we are. He said, we have one dog, but they have so many dogs. We have many lights, but they have the stars. We have the swimming pool, but they have the rivers. We have the walls to protect us. They have the friends. We have TVs in all the rooms, but they have time to spend with their family. We have the world. But they have God, the heavenly daddy. If you don't know God as your heavenly daddy, you think you are rich, but you are so poor. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you with me, church? Every time where he comes, what do you say? I have a father. Every time fear comes, what do you say? I have a daddy. Don't lose your freedom to walk the Christian life. Say, I have a daddy. I have a father. Hallelujah. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. If God be your father, in the Old Testament, the Bible says, the firstborn had certain privileges. He had the double portion, the Bible says. He had the double portion. He had the ministry of a priest and he had the authority of the king, the firstborn. But if you are a student of the Bible, after Noah's time, after his son Shem was born to Noah, the privileges was diverted. When Israel wanted a priest, God chose him from the time of Levi. When Israel wanted a king, God chose Judah. The skeptic shall not depart from Judah. When God wanted to release a double portion, he chose Joseph and gave him a double portion to Joseph and his children. But when Jesus Christ came, he was the priest. His prayer would reach to heaven. He was the king. He had kingly authority. And he was, hallelujah, also carried the double portion. And you and I have Jesus in your heart. Praise the Lord. There are things that happen in your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Everything that was diverted will come back to you. You become the priest. You become the king. And you become, hallelujah, glory to God. You become, hallelujah, the recipient of the double portion of the anointing. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you want these three privileges? Matthew chapter 5. What is the result of God being the father? And I'll pray with you this morning. Matthew chapter 5, 44 to 46. Matthew chapter 5, 44 to 46. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you that you may be sons of your father in heaven for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust for if you love those who love you what reward you have do not even the tax collectors do the same and if you greet your brethren only what do you do more than others do not even the tax collectors do so therefore you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. Amen. Hallelujah. How do you become perfect like your father? Being a perfectionist? No. 
These are the things that you need to have to be perfect like your father. Hallelujah. What did he do? Pray. Forgive. Forgive. It's amazed that the most number of people who are bitterness so called Christians. Forgive. Pray for those who use you. Pray for those who speak against your back. Behind your back. Pray for them. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Pray for them. Pray for your enemies. Not for the one. Don't invite people who does good to you. But invite people who speak against you. What is the difference if you love people who love you? Even the pagans do that. The difference is when you start loving and blessing the one who hate you and speak against you behind your back and knowingly blessing them and forgiving them and hugging them and kissing them. Hallelujah. That is Christian love. Hallelujah. Only Christians, one who has Christ, like Christ it means, can do it. Hallelujah. We don't want to carry any bitterness. Why? Exodus 15 verses 23 to 25. Exodus 15. Why shouldn't we carry bitterness? The Bible says people of Israel came to a place called Mara. They had the promise that they will go into the promised land. Milk flowing. Land flowing with milk and honey. And here are they coming to a place called Mara. Why? They have little water. They have great promises. But they have little water. They came into a place called Mara. And they started complaining against Moses. They were bitter towards God. They were doubting God. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, people murmured against Moses. But Moses cried unto God. Only when sometimes you go through wilderness and desert experiences, will you know what is in your heart. If everything is going for you, will we all know what is in our heart? When you go through tough circumstances, challenging tough circumstances, you will know what is in your heart. Hallelujah. Would you forgive? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, the Lord showed Moses a tree. Amazing. The children of Israel were so disappointed and discouraged that they thought their hopes were dashed. They said, there is no more milk and honey. They got dejected and they started complaining and murmuring. But Moses cried out to God in the wilderness cried out to God and God showed him a tree. How many of you know the tree did not come over a day. The tree was planted. It was there for a purpose. It was there for a long time. If you only would cry out to God instead of complaining you should know God had released a blessing much before you came into that spot of your need. The tree was always there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your blessing was always there. But the one who is bitter can never see his or her blessing. The one who is bitter can never see his or her blessing. Hallelujah. God showed him a tree. What was the tree? The tree was the cross. The tree was the shade. In the wilderness, you always look for a shade. Six million people, because they were complaining, could not see a tree. But a Moses who cried out from his heart could see his provision. Hallelujah. So many blessings are there, but the husband and the wife are so bitter, they can't experience it. Their children can't experience it. Let me tell you something, husbands and wife, before you come to pray to me, Check this thing. Are you bitter towards each other? Because if you are bitter and if you don't reconcile and keep telling them that I love you, I love you to the point. Keep telling them you love them and you love them and you love them to the point that every bitterness is healed. 
Let your house, let be an atmosphere of love that flows inside your house. Because there is no point of coming to church and praying and struggling. God the Father does not want you to struggle. He wants you to see a blessing. And He wants you to see it. And you want to, what you need to do. Remove bitterness. Look to the cross of Calvary. The tree was the symbolism of the cross of Jesus Christ. You look to Jesus and His cross. Every bitterness will leave your life. Oh, come on church. I'm preaching better than you're clapping. But don't clap for me. Praise God. Praise God. I'm not saying to clap for me. But you need to get into that anointing. Of the revelation of the daddy. Hallelujah. Praise God. And be filled and thrilled. Hallelujah. With that love. Look to Jesus on the cross. You will be filled with that love. That every bitterness will leave you. When you look to him. You cannot honestly complain. Isn't it amazing? In Exodus chapter 15 and the 26th verse. Isn't it amazing that the Lord said, can we read it please? And said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. Hallelujah. I will not put none of the diseases that I put on the Egyptians because I am the Lord that healeth you. Praise the Lord. Obey His commandments. Hear His voice. Obey His commandments and none of His diseases that I put on the Egyptians will come to you. In other words, bitter people get sick often. When we, you know, I've been in the ministry Ever since I was born, I've seen my father's preaching over 200 retreats in my lifetime. Maybe more. From when I was four, I would see him preaching. And he would preach repentance. He would preach sin. He would preach on, 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 on forgiveness and on healing. The moment you preach on forgiveness and people forgive, immediately miracles will fall. Immediately arthritis will go. Immediately pains and aches will go. Immediately all skin disease will go. Oh, come on church. When you are bitter, you are opening yourself to sickness. When you are forgetting the Father, when you are forgetting to look to Jesus and the cross and what he has done for you, you are giving the sin of bitterness and advantage to bring sickness into your life. That's why this morning we need to put a full stop to it and say, my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I will not allow any sickness to touch my body because of a bitter, hallelujah, because of bitterness. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Kenneth Copeland, the man of God. You know, he's one of the greatest men of God. Once he had a bitterness and a you know, misunderstanding with Pastor Benny Hinn and he spoke against him in one of the conferences. And afterwards, he was sick on his body and he asked the Lord, why am I sick? And he said, you touched the anointing. You touched, spoke against my servant of God. That's why the moment he went and apologized, he was immediately healed. Don't speak against anyone. Don't speak against God's servants. It's opening yourself to deadly diseases. Don't be bitter. Hallelujah. One lady years back came here and said she has arthritis. I uh, spoke to her and I led her to a forgiveness prayer. Immediately her joints were released. Forgive your enemy and bless those who curse you. It's possible only when you look to Jesus Christ and His forgiveness. Bitterness cripples you. 
Once you pass this test, no sickness, no bondage, no curse can ever have a say over your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But what does the Bible speak about? Is, is it helping somebody? Is it I'm not going too deep? I'm just telling you because I feel a deliverance coming in. Amen. 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 And that's why I took the full sermon today. Instead of baking, cutting into two. I said, I need some time. I need the larger church to hear this message and to be healed once and for all. None of the diseases that I put on the Egyptians will come to you. What were the diseases on the Egyptians? When you read through the Bible, except for one judgment of boils, they did not have any major diseases. But what is the diseases that God is speaking over here? There are two types of diseases. One over the flesh, over your body. One over your soul. The Egyptians had uh, diseases on their soul. Number one disease they had, they were indecisive. Indecisive. They never taken any decision in their lives. One day they will say, let my people go. The next day they will say, don't go. Keep them here. Indecisive spirit. When you hear the word, you say, I go and ask forgiveness. The moment you get out, no. When you come here, you say, I choose to listen to the word of God. When you get irritated with something, you close and shut yourself. Indecisive. I rebuke that spirit to leave you and your family and your generation and your children and your grandchildren. It's a spirit. People who have come decided to listen to the word of the Lord will go diligently with all the blessings and miracles. Are you decisive to come to church? Hallelujah. One of the prophecies that prophesied over me by my spiritual father is speak in liberty. Just don't hold anything back. Speak with liberty. Before I came two days back, he prayed over me and said, speak with liberty. I, I, this is not a time for the people who get hurt and upset over what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Maybe you need to find another church. If you're coming to here, I make sure that you get, hallelujah, to heaven through the word of the living God. I am not spend my life here, hallelujah, to hallelujah, wishy-washy Christians who are going to be with the rapture, with the antichrist. I'm not trying to prepare a church. I am preparing a church who is washed through the blood of Jesus Christ, who has been prepared for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I will make sure this church also will be taken up in glory. Indecisive. When you have the Father, the Holy Spirit to help you, to you make right decisions. 24 hours, your decisions won't change. Number two, they were angry people. Soul, the sickness over the soul, they were always angry. People in bondage gets angry for everything. Hallelujah. Especially they get angry with the people who God has appointed to help them. That's a spirit. Praise the Hallelujah. I don't want to be angry with the person God has appointed to help me. That is the most destructive, hallelujah, unsafe place you can be. Just imagine you are upset with the boss who wants to promote you. <laughs> you are upset with the pastor who is the only one. God has given a prophecy that will be fulfilled. There are so many prophets who will come and prophesy and go. Don't go after stupid people who have the tag of a prophet and take money and come into your homes and make fasting and prayer and, and shake and prophesy over you. Don't go after stupid people. God has given the prophecy as a ministry to edify the church and to build up the church, not to make you independent and leave the church. They are false prophets. They are stupid people. 
ആ പ്രവചനമൊന്നും നടക്കാൻ പോകുന്നില്ല നീ പറഞ്ഞ സമയം കളയോ and pray over the phone and give their number and write it down and speak against the pastor and speak against few people in the church they are false prophets damned to hell don't go after dangerous people don't go after wolves don't go after people sometimes the bible says they are in sheep's clothing inside the church don't go after them too hallelujah to give you praise i'm very passionate when it comes to church and the sheep okay bear me for a moment eh? hallelujah don't be angry number 3 revenge they were angry with moses pharaoh was angry number 3 revenge they wanted to follow and destroy and pull them back to the egypt they were going after them to take revenge it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a disease of the egyptians how many of you feel every time i have to teach him a lesson praise god avane oru paadam padipikanam it's not a right spirit it's a disease on the soul today you know i don't have a time to teach on jethro one of these days i will speak on jethro the greatest asset and the quality of jethro is when he saw his son in law prospering the bible says he rejoiced with all his heart i say wow what a god he served hallelujah how many of you people like that in the church how many of you rejoice with all your heart say wow if god be my father just like he's his father ah come on church that's the attitude the jethro man be a jethro in the church hallelujah come on come on hallelujah udhavara da rajarava victory by the provision i finish with this How many of you don't want these diseases lift your hands and say it is not for me and my family say it it is not for me these diseases are not for me and my family lift your hands and say this decisions that is over the egyptians come on church before the father declare it these diseases are not mine these diseases are not mine i don't and my family and my children and my family and my generations won't have these diseases declare it open your mouth and declare it by authority say it ഹോറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബറബ
let's put a name for him man called john his main job was to you know a beautiful highly paid job very simple just have to sort out the potatoes the big potatoes the small potatoes and the medium potatoes he just need to sort it out and paid but in one month's time he quit the job so the owner asked him why did you do it he said those decisions which is the big one the small one and the medium one those decisions is troubling me every day coming here which is the big one which is the it is, is it is it here on the left or is it on the right or in the middle some people are like that hallelujah those decisions it's a problem with the soul hallelujah when those problems leave you will be able to get up and say it's time to pray 6 o'clock time to pray 7 o'clock read the word 8 o'clock hallelujah pray in tongues 9 o'clock prepare for church 10 o'clock come to church and worship the lord 11 o'clock still worshiping the lord 12 o'clock still worshiping the lord 1 o'clock i leave it to you it's your decision you make it <laughs> Look at Matthew 6:14. What happens when you have a father? Just read this few carefully before Forgive I pray you, with you. Forgive yeah. men their ah. trespasses. Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. If you forgive people their wrongdoing, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. Our Father in heaven, who art, uh, Father in heaven, who art, be thy name. Your kingdom come. Will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom, your will be done on earth. as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread forgive us our sins as we forgive you are sin against us we we just so speedily speak and go forgive my sin as i forgive so my dad used to say if you don't forgive which means you are telling don't forgive me too if you are not choosing to forgive don't forgive me that's what you're praying hallelujah as we forgive you have to say daily i forgive just as jesus christ has forgiven me if you don't say that when you stand before god you don't want your sins to be before you before the screen and god remembering your sin hallelujah and you lose your rewards and all the life that you live here you live like an empty person difficult person Look what Matthew 5:16 says. Matthew 5:16. If you have a Bible, it's a good Bible to read. It's a good good scripture to read. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light so shine that you glorify your Father in heaven. Whatever God has given you, use it not to hurt people. Glorify people. Glorify Jesus. is given you a hand to clap glorify jesus to hug somebody to glorify jesus ah oh, come on that's right if you given your face smile at somebody if you given your car give a lift to somebody who come by bus acts 2 says four qualities that the early church had number one they prayed continuously they prayed number two they desired fellowship they met daily Number 3 they had the desire to spread the gospel so we shesh bakyo lor konda kodutu how many of you people go outside the church spread the gospel i'm amazed that the people who i never thought who would pray and bring people to the lord other people who are bringing is the minority that spreading the gospel in this church rasta coming and having a great time come on You don't want to be complaining about the seat that you didn't get and the taxi that did not come and the uh, 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 something or the other we find to get complaint. Praise God! I think that's a problem with the churches who give everything free. There is a reason to complain. Praise God! Hallelujah! when the church is committed to give everything possible to feed you and to see your life free from sin and bondage at least have these four qualities pray 
desire fellowship decide to spread the gospel and they would share everything time money everything they they had they would share with other people the bible says they shared they were givers amen stop being self centered and selfish when your light source shine when god is your father you will shine in this dark world amen hallelujah, hallelujah. this morning that is the word hallelujah amen. if god be your father amen. hallelujah amen we're going to close our eyes and pray for some time this is the talk a message that you need to respond to the father and i want this time to be holy unto god if possible not to be disturbed because this is a talk that you don't want to go back without experiencing the love of god but then this message will not impact your life will not do any good you want allow the father to work inside this is not to condemn you as a matter of fact if any one of you have felt rejected or hurt by me i don't want her to carry that burden to the end of the year i'm sorry so i don't want to carry that burden of pastor hurt me i'm still underpaid to just release even me so that you can walk in the fullness of god there be nobody in your heart that your bitterness or unforgiveness my brother you don't need to you don't need to be there in mara you don't want to be in mara you don't want to be there if god be your daddy just tell him what has happened don't carry that hurt look to the cross and march forward because the bible says in exodus 15 beyond mara there were the seven wells of blessings there were the seven wells of water don't hold that revenge anger and bitterness inside and be blinded to see your blessing let not any diseases of egypt ever come upon you don't compare yourself don't be competitive lay before your life before the heavenly daddy who loves you and say if you're true to to this word i want you to kneel down and say this prayer after me or today i'm not just going to ask you all those who are possible just kneel down as a as a as a act of surrendering and laying everything before god if you can there are old people you can't kneel down it's okay but all those who other can especially young people clothe yourself with humility before god and say this prayer after me jesus i lay my life before you give me the revelation of the father in heaven give me the revelation that i am a child of god i renounce every spirit of bondage every spirit of fear i receive the spirit of sonship and i cry out daddy abba father bless me lord come into my heart come into my life fill me with your love fill me with your grace fill me with your favor there is absolutely nothing that i can do without you daddy i renounce the devil the world and the sin i renounce every disease and sickness that was over the egyptian I forgive everyone. I forgive the one who has hurt me. 
I forgive everyone, Lord, who I was bitter against. Right now, I pray. I pray to bless them. I release them under your blessing, under your blood. Right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am free. I am whole. Because you have made me whole. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray. I declare that I'm a son. I'm a child of the living God. By faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Now lift your hands and praise Him for some time. Oh, the freedom of the Holy Ghost. Move upon your heart. Move upon your soul. Victory by the blood of Jesus. We give you glory and honor, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stodram. Stodram. Hallelujah. Praise God. There is no one like my Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stodram. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Here I pray.